Hello, and welcome to another edition of Caught Between the Tine High Heels. This is going to be a doozy. Um, I <laughs> This is a uh, question and answer, normally a question and answer podcast of uh, being transgender and having to hide. Uh, and I also spill my guts about uh, my coming out story and me and my personal experiences and everything. And this is no exception, because on the phone I have my oldest friend in the entire world. Um, not that she's really old. She's just known me for the longest time. Um, and she is also responsible for the Amy part of my Jamie name. So everybody, please welcome Amy. Hi, Amy. Hello. <laughs> Amy has had a couple of glasses of wine. so this Just is a, a few. Just a couple. So this is going to be really interesting. Really interesting. No, this is actually normal. This is my normal state of being. This part is your normal. <laughs> well, you know. You know. I, I know, but people are listening and they don't know, so... They do now. They do now. They're going to know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the re the way that, that um, again, Amy is my, my oldest and my dearest friend. I love her to death. Um, mm. We had a torrid love affair from afar. True. Huh? Very true. That is true. A few times. <laughs> what? I'm talking to the times. listener right now. Oh, oh, sorry. That's okay. All right, okay. so I'm telling them our story. Do you want to tell it? Okay. I would love to hear no. you tell it. No, you tell it. I like it better when you tell it. Okay. Thanks so much for being part of the show. So my, <laughs> the way we met was we met in high school. Um, I had gotten out of private school. And uh, Amy and I were lab partners in oceanography class. And we were both dating other people at the time, but we just really clicked as friends. We really enjoyed our, each other's company and to the point to where I, I, I actually, I had a, a thing for her. I mean, you know, wanted to pursue a little bit more in friends and, and everything, but our timing I believe was what was working against us. I I think you felt the same way. I think our timing has always been off. It has been <laughs> for thirty plus years. It's been off, <laughs> but it's okay. It's We've learned off. to live with it. We have. But I mean, and we're did still, you? And we're still like I think we have probably the best friendship anyone could ever have. I, I would think. agree. We, yeah. You, yeah. You are true. you. You've put up with my crap for as long as you have. So yeah. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> Well, your crap Very is easy to true. put up with. Now, I will say that not, you not are, so <laughs> huh? Not so much, but I appreciate it. <laughs> you're you're very easy to get along with. Trust me. Oh, thank you're very you. easy to get along with. At least for me. But I mean, no. so my thing is, just so our listeners know, so you are a supporter. You're not part of the LGBTQ community. True. You are just a well, wonderful... in the sense that I am not. I am not LG. I'll like uh, go through the alphabet soup because there's more. There's like the plus and the plus and the plus. There's a whole bunch. And I get, yeah, and I, I know. Yeah, I know, and I get all of that. And so I don't fit into that category. Um, but I am, yes, as you say, a huge supporter of people being who they are. Which is another reason why I, I love you so much. Oh, thanks. So, but you didn't know any of that about me when we first met. No, or did no. you? Did you guess or anything? Did you have any idea? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Um, 
No, I mean, I just knew you were, I mean, as far as I was concerned, you were just a very, uh, very real person and a very kind of a feminist. Um, and I wouldn't say that like a derogatory, um, but I mean, I just knew you were just like, you had a lot of respect for people, um, regardless of gender or orientation. And that just, that's just kind of where you came from. Yeah. Um, despite, despite your upbringing <laughs> and yeah, Amy knows all about my upbringing. <laughs> um, I, so yeah, she's so, very I mean, privy to you know, that information just, as well. So yeah, and I think the same for me. I mean, I grew up in a family that was kind of, kind of anti all of that, even though we had members of the community in our own family. Um, was it in your immediate were, family? Yeah, yeah, no. aunts, uncles. Yeah. Oh, aunts, your uncles. aunts and uncles. Okay, okay, okay. But it wasn't uh, but, like your brother you know, or sister immediate... or anything. No, 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 not okay. brother and sister, but immediate family, like my closest cousins, you know, my uncles, right? you know, that sort of thing. Um, first cousins, you know, all of that. And, and just sort of, I think it was kind of never acknowledged as a, well, as anything really. I mean, just kind of not even like, no, you can't be, it's just sort of glossed over sure <laughs> it wasn't talked about but everyone knew sort it. of southern virginia kind of way yeah <laughs> and i will say that we're talking to uh, she she no longer lives in virginia she actually lives in england so this is actually she we're talking to her it's what eight o'clock at night for you there or nine it's eight thirty. yeah 30 okay well there you go three o'clock in the afternoon here eight thirty there mm -hmm. so i'm sorry i'm interrupting dinner time or your Ooh. wine tasting <laughs> it's COVID-19 wine tasting starts at like 2 in the afternoon now. perfect so, yeah. and it just lasts until <laughs> 11 so it's okay I understand <laughs> forget the tea time exactly. this is it <laughs> That's it there's no tea anymore we now, don't drink tea we just I, get on it <laughs> that's right yeah that's <laughs> You just get on with it and just carry on, do what you got to do. Um, Keep calm, carry on, we're in. That's right. That's the motto. So mm -hmm. now you, though, I mean, your mom, when did she find out about me? Probably I don't remember telling ago. her. No, I told her. You, that's right. Um, I, I mean, and I told her. But she was like I wicked cool about her. it. That was the whole thing. I, mean, I told her a few. I told her a few years ago because... I mean, you, I was one of the first people that you told. You were the only person I and, told. Well, oh, thanks. You um, were. Oh, um, it means a lot, actually. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, and I remember you at that point was, you weren't really ready to kind of tell the world. Oh, God, no. And you were kind of like, you know, not keep it a secret, but, you know, I, did, I still don't want anyone to, you know, I don't want that to be the billboard um, for people when they see me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I... You know, it wasn't like, you know, I didn't call my family and be like, hey, guess what? Um, and so, like, I, I mean, you told me years and years and call it's been years now. Um, but I think I only told my mom probably, I'm going to say, like, three, four years ago. Um, yeah, I want to say it, it was it a out. little bit longer than that because then I saw her and she gave okay. me, like, the biggest hug. Oh, okay. And that was well, back my... before my mom started all her issues that she's dealing with right okay. now. That makes sense. Yeah. Um because my dad, I mean, I, you know, you get older and time just sort of. Girl, tell me about it. I mean, you know, it just keeps going quicker and quicker. And it's kind of hard when my dad passed away. Um, 
it'll be six years ago now this in a few wow. days and i exactly see that's what i'm saying it's wow. like has it been that long so when yeah. people say oh yeah it was a few years ago like no that's been like a decade you know it's <laughs> just like yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> they're not famous anymore right like yeah <laughs> um it's like that kind of time frame you know um so yeah i guess that's right so i mean my again my dad was probably still living yeah. Although I'm not sure he was. Last time I saw your dad and I saw you guys and and mom, we ended up having. Uh, I met you guys for Mexican food down the street from yep. my mom's house. Yeah, that's right. And, and I my think dad she was knew still then. in the. Yeah, and she. He, my dad was in the early stages of because when you told me, I remember. Oh, this. Uh, well, I was married to my ex-husband still, and we were kind your of ex-ex-husband because we it was um, still together. Together. Yeah. Yeah, your first. You had just. I had, didn't I tell you right after you had your daughter and I had my son? Because they're only a few months apart. Or yeah. Kids. yeah. But I want to say that I told you even way back then, which was 20 yeah, odd years ago. Long, yeah, it's been a long time. So I know, yeah. So I, I mean, I told my mom, I guess my daughter is probably, oh, yeah. I was trying to think, like, how old was my daughter? Um, Cost about at least 10, 15 years now, then. Wow. That's the case. So, yeah, I mean, you know, they, but we've had, you know, members of our family and stuff like all, I don't know, it's just, it's been we, one of those like open, not open sort of, we love everyone. Sure. Know, but we don't. Okay. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> well, I don't know. You got love all the way around. So I totally understand. Sure. Well, now I have to ask you, um, as far as that is concerned, now, you I mean, you and I both grew up in the same area, so it's like, you know sure. what the temperament is. So what would be the temperament for, and again, I have a lot of listeners that are in England um, and yeah. also in Scotland, which is in Ireland for that matter. So um, I know that's a separate part of the, part of it is part of the UK, but um what is the temperament over there? Because I have yet to hear anything from any of my listeners that are in England. I would love to know what is the overall temperament uh, for the LGBTQ community? Well, I mean, I think it's the same as you would find in a sort of any sort of metropolitan slash, you know, rural area. And that your Girl, you have not been to the States is... in a long time because there's... Well, no, I mean, have i mean in the sense that your metropolitan areas are always more um welcoming and you know kind of i will say accepting yeah. and adapting in that sort of way true, Whereas your true. rural communities not so much and i would you know there's parts of england um just like i think there are parts of america that are like horrible you know just not accepting not doesn't adjust to the fact that it is a normalcy um to, and, and so it's, it's kind of sad to see and you have your very urban areas and your metropolitan metropolitan areas where they just don't bat an eye you know right. um and there's a few places like i live in a town um so we're somewhere in the middle and i would say that the people here are probably kind of somewhere in the middle you have a lot of people that are very accepting you have a lot of people that you know, kind of aren't so much. And then you have a lot of people that are just in the middle, just like we just want to live our lives. And whatever that means to you is whatever that means to you. Cool. You know, so. Okay. So yeah. if I were to move over there, what would be a good area that you would you would guide me to the, to live? Would I would I be your I mean, next I door neighbor? Like or... you, well, 
mean, I think that, you know, if you're going to move to any country um, and you want to sort of, I don't know, it's like when I moved here, just for my own like personal experience, you kind of, you kind of want to feel like you want to live under the radar no matter who you are until you can find a place that you're comfortable. And I think that's true of most people where they go if they're moving into a new type of cultural setting. Right. So, you know, I kind of lived under the radar for a while and I'm, you know, kind of as normal as they come. Don't say, don't say anything. Don't say a word. Um, (laughs) I'm holding back. I'm holding back. Um, and even I was just kind of like, I just want to lay and feel it out and, you know, just kind of see how it all goes. And, you know, I, I live in a town and, and there are some definite cultural differences and definitely a language barrier, um, which is interesting, but, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anyone to not live here based on their sexual preference or their gender orientation. Um, so, I mean, this, you know, this kind of town, you know, kind of area would be a good place as a middle ground. And then I would say if you really just want to kind of slide in and have no one know who you are for a while and no one really gives gives a crap, then definitely like the larger cities like Birmingham, London, Manchester, you know, those sort of areas are easy places to move into. I was about to say, I would think that London is pretty... Uh, and again, this is a guesstimation because I have absolutely no idea or basis to ground it on. But I'm hoping and I would like to think that probably London would be a little bit more like extremely open, hopefully. Uh, oh, a yeah. lot more London, than, than London's other probably places. the most cultural city I've ever been in. You know, even, you know, I've been to Paris, I've been to Rome, mm-hmm. you know, I've You've been you around. Know, I've been in New York. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. I know, I know, um, I know, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you know DC, that I, mean, I know. I lived in D.C. I mean, D.C. is hugely accepting. I know. Um, yeah. Probably, you know, probably second to New York as far as cities go. Um, and, you know, and I would say like anyone, you know, I have a friend of mine that I met in London a couple of years ago. And um, her partner is from... Uh, from Turkey and holds a German passport. And so it was very, yeah. So very, um, culturally diverse, that whole family unit that they have. Um, and when I met, uh, met in London, we were walking around and you know, the biggest comment was, this is the most diverse place I've ever been. Um, and, and that's coming from someone who's, you know, lived in Germany, traveled the world, been in different places, lived in D.C. in a very cultural, diverse environment. Um, I have and... always been very jealous of you, by the way, oh, because you got a chance to, to travel as much as, <laughs> as you have. It's been a fluke, to be fair. <laughs> How is it a fluke? I mean, my ability to travel around has actually just been like a like kind of a fluke in my life. I mean, I appreciate it no end, um, and it, I've always wanted to, but I can't necessarily say that was, you know, sort of planned on my end. If that, you know, if that makes I mean, you know, you figure my first husband. Um, that's a whole other show. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Uh, 
you know, so it wasn't until I met my ex-husband, my second husband, you know, that I started to, to travel around a bit. I was about to say, you did think, travel quite a bit uh, during yeah. that marriage. Yeah, you I were did. Like, I would and, get notes from you, and, like, you'd be in, like, all sorts of places. Yeah. Like, I'm in a closet yeah. in Bangkok. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wasn't until, yeah, he and I started to date and then got married that I actually started to travel. I mean, I just didn't have the sort of the opportunity um, until then, and I definitely didn't have the means until he and I met. And you know, a lot of it was he's he was is I shouldn't say was because he's still alive. Um, you know, he's British and I'm American, and it wasn't a, you know until you know he and I decided to get married and start to kind of move around a bit. And he's you know he's ex-military that you know I had the opportunity to sort of travel around the world. So, and I you know I'm. Wholly appreciative of that. You know, you can say a lot of bad things about him. You can say a lot of good things about him, but you know, for the most part, you know, our relationship gave me at least the opportunity to kind of travel in ways that I wouldn't have been able to before. So it's been good. It's been really good. And now your current husband, you travel a lot to the pub. We do. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. We share a. a, So you're still traveling a lot. So all things brewed. Yeah. I have to say, I love your ex-husband. The The responses that I've gotten from talking with him about certain subjects, <laughs> especially when I told him um, about William Wallace and his expression oh, yeah. was, oh, never so existed. You know, William Wallace never existed. <laughs> that was your husband's response he's, that I heard in the background. He is your typical Yorkshireman. I mean, yeah, down to the accent the Navy had to be out of him. But yeah, pretty much. It's hilarious. It's funny. So I had no idea that he was from Yorkshire. That so that's oh. where you're getting the the reference from is because he'll go into it every once in a while. Yeah, it's. Oh, I mean, he. Yeah, I mean, when he joined the military, um, he had to take colloquial lessons so that he could like polish his accent because his accent used to be quite heavy, um, and it's reminiscent when he goes home or he. You know, and vibes quite a bit. It starts to come back out, which I makes me the, laugh. I say the same thing about like so. My mm. relatives that I have, you know, I've got relatives mm. all over the place: North Carolina, yeah. Tennessee, yeah. and Kentucky. Yeah. I end up going into, and I worked very hard. A lot of people don't believe that I worked really hard mm. in order to get rid of my southern accent. Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, do I mean, you remember I, me growing like growing up? Yeah. When I, I had mean, it, me. I mean, it was pretty bad. My everyone used to think I was from North Carolina because my accent was really yes. heavy. And if I keep going, um, I totally thought you were from North Carolina when I first met you. Exactly. And because I have a very like Southern, I'm not a Georgian accent. I don't sound like I'm from Georgia. It's from North very, Carolina. There's an accent. From a Southern own. accent. So, and we were, my husband and I were watching a show on Netflix, um, <laughs> like a Netflix original. And, We'd start watching it, and he's like, oh, no, here she goes. <laughs> and literally, like, the show would finish, and he's like, I just can't hear. I can't understand the thing you're saying right now. <laughs> and I would just flip right back into this, like, southern accent, and he's like, oh, my God, there she goes. <laughs> I end up doing it. I found myself doing it around here because, you know, again, I'm taking care of my mom, so I put on old shows that she yeah. likes, and, and Andy Griffith was one of those shows. Yeah. Now, yeah, here's a guy in North Carolina, those, yeah. right? And yeah, I end yeah. up, I find myself, like, I end up using, going back into that because I've listened to it. And she loved, yeah. my mom loves country music, so I'll listen to country music. Yeah. 
And it's like, next thing you know, I my accent just flies yeah. right back into it. Well, it's like mini Pearl. Um, so, you know, there's the accent, right? Sure. Minnie Pearl. Yeah. Like, she was like my uncle's best friend for like years and years what? and years. They grew up together. So, like, yeah. So, I mean, that's my, like, yeah. Yeehaw. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's hee-haw, yeah. not yeehaw. It's the same thing. No, it's not. <laughs> it's yeehaw. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Are you drinking while we're talking? Of course. Oh, well, there you go. All right. <laughs> so I will say my listeners are used to me telling embarrassing things about myself. So oh. I wonder if you can, and not to put you on the spot, but is there anything that would be about me that you can remember me doing that would probably be super embarrassing if, if somebody found out? Um, and keep it clean because I know I've done a lot of weird stuff as well. well but... I mean, like, <laughs> you're never unclean. I've never known you to be unclean. Um, I mean, a little stinky every now and again, but no, I mean, I think. <laughs> I was about to say, where is it? Because I know it's coming. <laughs> I remember the pup pup car. That was probably like, that was. All right, you got to explain the pup, that. Pup pup car. Pup pup car. So, so Jamie used to come and we used to hang out a lot. A lot. There was a, a lot. So he used to, Jamie used to pick me up from my mom's house and what I called the putt putt car. And I don't, I don't remember anything else about this car except for the putt putt. So Jamie would come and pick me up and, and we would, I don't know, we wouldn't be going anywhere back to your house to hang out. I, I mean, like, at the mall. To dinner, we maybe. went to the mall or we went yeah, to go get dinner I mean, or a movie. Yeah. Yeah. We just hanging out. So. So Tammy would come and pick me up, and we get in this car, and there was something about this car when you would go from like second gear to third gear, that if you skipped a gear or you stepped on the accelerator too quickly, it would the exhaust would kick in and it would just like make this like put put fart noise. It backfired. Right? And, I would make the car backfire. And, oh, it was hilarious, and. Every time Jamie came to pick me up, I was like, do it, do it. <laughs> it became my signature when I left them because I'd be like, okay, we'll see you later. I give hugs. And it wasn't like, it wasn't a quiet backfire either. <laughs> Echoed through it the entire neighborhood. Loud. It was like, I would say like slightly aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word. Slightly, good phrasing, slightly aggressive backfiring. Because not only did it sound really loud, but there would be like a five or six foot flame that would shoot out of the yes! backlight. The... And this like puff of smoke. Oh, it was right? terrible. I, my mom could gauge how far down the road we'd gotten. Literally. She used to tell me this. Could gauge how far down the road we'd gotten by by the fact that this when car When you coaxed me into making it backfire. Yeah, that, oh that's God. probably, I can't say it's embarrassing, but it's probably, it's definitely memorable. It was a memorable point in our relationship. That is true. Because <laughs> I had that beater for like, what, a couple of years before it drowned? Yeah, longer than anyone should have. <laughs> well, I wrecked my first car. Okay, so let me true. tell you the story about this car. It's a Datsun B210. <laughs> it was the biggest POS you have ever found on the face of the earth. 
but it was all I could afford because I got in an accident before and I wrecked my beautiful, it beautiful nineteen eighty car. Oh, it was a nineteen eighty two Toyota Cressida, fully loaded. Yeah. It had velvet in the inside. It, it, it was, was just. It was. I loved it, and it got wrecked. And I it had. It was pretty. The insurance company wouldn't give me. And then you me... got putt putt. <laughs> yeah. Then I got putt putt. Then then it was. Shit. So. Then you got putt putt. <laughs> I got putt putt. And the thing was is that if you rev the engine really loud and you let up on it, but without changing gear, it would backfire. <laughs> and so it was really good because when yeah. I was driving down the interstate and I had people on that were tailgating me, all I had to do is rev it up and bam. And that flame shot out, and those cars backed <laughs> off so fast. <laughs> but Amy used to beg me. She wanted to hear shows, so we would pull away from her house, going wherever, and she would beg me, like mm-hmm. she said. But then also it was my way of saying goodbye to you all. So mm. when I would say goodbye and I gave hugs and everything else, I would drive down the street. About halfway down your block, I would backfire as a way of exactly. saying one last goodbye to you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember, like, oh, you never... I remember, like, when you would leave, I'd never feel, like, safe about you going until I heard it, you know? It's, it's fantastic. I love that. I love that. There's one other embarrassing bit. Oh, boy. I don't know if you want to include this or not. Bring it. I mean, There's we got time. And you'll know it. You'll know it okay. when I say it. You can include this or not. You can edit this out. This is okay. Okay. Um, it, no, you, this is all raw, so up? it's going in. If you're saying it, it's going in. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure? I I don't know. <laughs> I'm really scared now, we, so go ahead. We were still in, like, the wooing stage. So we both weren't necessarily with other people at this point. So this is probably, like, the only point in our friendship where romance could have happened, but I'm not quite sure either of us were really ready for it at this point. What, well, are you kidding you were, me? I, I was I ready for it. Why, wait, wait, when was this? <laughs> no, no, no. This, this is what I'm saying. This is where I'm getting to. I'm setting it up. I'm setting it up. Okay. Because so I didn't know. I would have acted. You came to my house. I did. Okay. Fully dressed. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, go ahead. Right. And I still, I still feel bad about this because I kind of, I kind of like, I was pretty naive at that point still. Oh. I was like, and my mom was like, Amy, like, do you get it? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because you were just thinking of us as friends. You weren't. Or, yes. I mean, were you Did were you ever, like, interested in me in, like, us dating? Yes, I was. Oh, but I think, like, at that point. But I think that, I think that we just had this sort of, like, this whole life of sort of missed opportunity and miscommunication well it was because either you were dating like, someone when i was single exactly. or i was dating yeah. someone when you were single and we never yeah. got that and if there was and this moment we, you know then kind of like when we were both single we weren't like emotionally available you know still trying to like heal kind of like lick our old wounds and that sort of thing yes. and kind of not you know just thinking that the advances the other person were making were just out of caring friendship when really... And it was. It, and it was. Okay. It was. It absolutely was. I don't discount that. But I think, you know, on both of our ends, it was, you know, if we had really kind of interpreted it in its true meaning, it probably was a bit more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay. Okay. But and at the end of the day, where we are right now is... We've ended up in a very I good I think spot. we have a very beautiful friendship that yes. I think people should be jealous of. I agree. Honestly. I agree. So... Yeah, I'm very I'm very happy because I would have ruined the relationship. We would have like gone out and I would have dated. You would have hated me 
And same. You oh, have found out how that's bitchy I am to be with. <laughs> you are not bitchy. Well, uh-huh. okay, you are a little bit, you but never... <laughs> I I've gotten used to it, so it's okay. <laughs> Through the years, how many years did that take? Do you know what I'm saying? So, maybe, well, maybe like know. twenty. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> just a little bit it's a little bit bit of time it's okay but i wouldn't have done that you're right i wouldn't have done that if we had a full-fledged relationship so i think we're in a much better place and yes people should be jealous so screw them who cares yeah all right so embarrass me go ahead what did i do i showed up at your door no that was it no that was it you embarrassed me fully dressed in a uh people probably don't know this about you because if you Uh, leave it just fully dressed my Um, what uh People may or may not know this about you, that you had gone to a military school. I did for a little while, yeah. Yes, you did. Part of my private school Uh, days. True. So you showed up at my door, fully dressed in your military regalia. Yes. Sword and gloves and all. I took that as trying to cheer me up. I have what no game really whatsoever. <laughs> I have, I still have, that was my game. That was my, that's literally what I was throwing out there. I have no game whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. And I didn't take it as a joke. I didn't think like, oh, it's just like, I didn't think that you were just like playing dress up, but I did think that you were just trying to console me and make me feel better well i, I was in a realize, way and... well i didn't realize later it was like the game <laughs> <laughs> nobody realizes it's the game until after the game has been played <laughs> you know oh um, my god yeah so all right that's like that so any other embarrassing things while we're while we're doing this because that was pretty bad so. that was so bad because i ended up doing that with my ex-wife as well you did i did i remember and i told you about she it on, though. She... <laughs> yeah and she told no she flat out told me that it was stupid really oh god yeah okay i didn't think it was stupid well yeah she was like this is a little immature and it was only, I mean, now, you know, she was five years older than I was. So she already had a yeah, problem with we, that we anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's, yeah. again, she's been, <laughs> there were so many red flags that I should have seen. But I, uh, yeah, I was thinking with another part of my anatomy, I guess. I don't know. But I don't know. I mean, like, this is a kind of interesting thing about you and I and our relationship is that we both had those kind of relationships. I mean, you know, I had red flags about my relationship. You had red flags about your relationship. Yeah. You showed me those red flags, and I showed you those red flags, and we were both like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you know. We happens. were doing that for each other, so we were just so I mean, not there for one another. I love I mean, the support we that we had. We one another, but we just weren't there for ourselves, I think, is kind of closer to the No, point. but the thing was, I mean, you're saying that we were like, I'm coming to you with my, my red flags, and I'm telling you, and you're like, no, that's okay. It's yeah, okay. It's fine. It's so like, I like got why this. are you leading me down this path? <laughs> I'm going to die a miserable death in a relationship. It'll be terrible. Yeah, but I'm there for you. <laughs> you and you have been. You've been my rebound all have, the time. And you have been exactly the same and you have been oh so yeah. i don't think so because you ended up getting married a second time i was like who the hell's this guy i don't even know about him <laughs> when did we talk when did we have that conversation you were divorcing your first wife at that point oh that's true yeah, yeah that was a poopy, i mean you that were was kind of you were, 
Yeah, you were there, but not there. And the only thing at that point you were worried about is my accent. <laughs> I was. I wanted because you, you ended were. up. You ended up getting a really like you had phrases that you came out with British uh, that, that accent. I did. And it was wild. It I was a like a very thick accent at this point. It's like, what have you done with yeah. Amy? Now you have it now, yeah. though, right? You still have it. Yeah, you... no, not so much. I mean, there are some things that I say that you know, I have, I have what they call now a very transatlantic accent. So oh, wow. every once in a while, there's something I'll say that you know has an elongated vowel in it and doesn't sound quite, you know, doesn't sound British, doesn't sound American. It's kind of. You know, I okay. consider like old American, go so ahead. like colonial American. Okay, kinda. so go ahead. Let me let me hear you. Let I me... can't put it on like I used to. That's the other thing. <gasps> I used to be able to just like launch right into it, but that's true. I, you know, I can't. I can't so much anymore. So it's like I still say can't instead of a can't. <laughs> As I can't, I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do that any longer. Yeah, no, it doesn't work like that anymore. Okay, so... yeah, I can't. I yeah. You you have I don't trouble. have that. I have trouble as well yeah. because you know I do voices i i mean that was my job with mm. radio for the longest time was i did accents and everything else and so yeah. i have found doing my feminine voice it's extremely hard for me to do the accents in a female yeah. voice well yeah i find it I very so. difficult because you have like a as a female voice you have a because you have a higher kind of pitch to your voice I would think some of the some of the sounds are harder to elongate than they are if you have a very kind of a masculine because your voice is kind of well British women do it anyway. all the time I mean it's why can I just you know copy uh, some of the British ladies yeah right? but if you if you start to listen I'll be there's so it's so strange because I live in a completely different part of England now than I previously did what um, part did you used so, to live in previously so i used to live in somerset which is considered southwest okay um and now i live in lincolnshire which is considered the midlands right or the northeast you're, you're kind of like in the middle almost up towards you're about what an hour so away more like more like northeast so if you're talking about let's just say like let's just take virginia because that's where we are from okay as a geography uh -huh. so where i lived before was somewhere like um, Charlottesville. Okay. So say Charlottesville of, of England, right? So you know, kind of southwest. Um, not quite, you know, you're not Tennessee. You're still, you know, you still got an accent. But now I live kind of... Uh, you're more in the middle. Eastern, you're in like Nottingham. Nor Northern, like... Like, let's just say Eastern Shore. Yeah. So now I live in, say, the Midlands, or, or depending on who you're talking to, they'll call it like the Northeast. So I used to live kind of West Coast, literally could kind of like coastal, southern, western part. Now I live in the in the north. But if you if you think of attitudes, flop them around. So the northern part is I know it sounds weird. So the northern part of England is all your industry and coal mining. Uh -huh. So think West Virginia, and I'm not shitting you. Um, and my husband is from like that coal mining type of area. Uh -huh. So if you want to know... By the way, no offense to anyone in West Virginia that might no, be listening. No, it's not. It's not. Um, but if you want to know the attitudes and the accent... Um, Google a comedian called Peter Kay. I love uh, Peter is, Kay. 
hilarious. Yes. You can't always understand what he's saying. I do. Unless you, you can't always though. Yeah, I can. He, he's hilarious. That whole accent misses complete words out of the meaning of a sentence. <laughs> it's hilarious. And unless you have some sort of context of British culture, you're not going to get it. Like he has a very sort of specific, like some of his comedy is, it's funny, but you're kind of like, I'm not sure. But then when you live in England, you're like, holy shit, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it, really get it now. It's it's that kind of thing. Like, it's funny. But he's he's from a place called Bolton. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's its own place. (laughs) <laughs> and listeners, if you have never listened to Peter Kay or seen any of his stand-up, he is mm. absolutely hilarious. He does this one part about oh my God, he's funny. misunderstood uh, song lyrics. Song lyrics. Yeah. It's hilarious. And it's just absolutely, because we've all done it, we all miss, miss yeah. you know, whatever song lyric yeah. is. But he brings it out to light, and it's absolutely oh. hilarious. But if you listen to that whole comedy sketch yeah. that he does, because yeah. it's a... It's about two and a half, three hours long, actually, that whole bit. There's parts in there, like, if you have never been to England or don't live in that part of the world, you're kind of like, it's 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 comical, but it's not funny. And then when you live here, it just has you in stitches. Like, because my husband is from that part of the world, he cannot get through watching that without crying, doubled over, stomach aching laughter. It is hilarious i feel that your husband and i are going to get along just fine oh you guys will you guys because you both have the same sense of humor that whole sort of like slapstick like you know you you love people that don't mind being like stupid about themselves like just kind of ironic and iconic about their life and where they come from and yeah it, it yeah it just it's just funny it's just pure it's just hilarity. It's it's really good. It's, it's good. We were watching something from him this morning, from Peter K. This morning, <laughs> like we were both sat in bed. It was like eight o'clock this morning, and it was we had recorded it, so we were laughing. And we were both just like sat in bed, and we couldn't even talk to each other. We were just like looking at each other, like tears coming out of our eyes. I'm like, oh my god, it's funny. I would have given I would have given money to be on the fly on the wall in that uh, when that. <laughs> happen because i know you stupid modern slapstick but i know you when you get on a laughing kick (laughs) see when you get when you get on a laughing kick there is literally all i had to say i think i ended up saying one word i was like turd and then you just like see there you go I had you. I know that when you get on a roll, it just takes one word. It's like, hey, Amy, Amy, turd, turd. Okay, all right. I, I there's something else that I want to bring up because I've talked about this on my podcast in in a in an earlier episode. Oh, this isn't the pantyhose thing, is it? It is the pantyhose thing. Yes. <laughs> So tell them about the pantyhose thing. This has got to be the most iconic thing that has ever happened to either one of us in our entire lives. <laughs> so we're lab partners in oceanography class. And... I think because the whole thing was so like 
nonchalant. You know, it was just like it was. It was like, there was no. It was, just like, it was just pure like realism. It was like, oh shit. So <clears throat> this is Virginia. It's Southern Virginia. It's hot. It's humid, right? Like it's summer. Like you cannot, right? And this is like back in the day before you were allowed to wear jeans 80, as like 80, a, as a as a female. You just didn't wear jeans. Like you just you you know you just didn't. Did you really? Is that what it was in the eighties? Like yeah, like this was our, 88, our, and 89? I didn't think that until I started to look back at like pictures and I'm thinking, yeah, we didn't. I mean, you. It's not that you couldn't. You just didn't. It wasn't like still like super trendy right okay. so okay because we all had like those pe- pleated you know white like hammer pants right i mean right. that was the thing right right so high-waisted really, pleated like, it came like, down to a taper made, leg yeah so, so, i was so jealous like, of those pants <laughs> so like jamie said he and i did oceanography we were lab partners <laughs> oh the best year of my life i swear so anywhere <laughs> anyway so I was taking this class um, that was, I was, I was like, uh, I had to dress up like business attire once a month um, and I had to give presentations like a businesswoman, like I'm 17, like what the hell do I know? So anyway, so <clears throat> this particular hot Southern Virginia summer day, I had to like dress up in this business attire. And you looked very nice. Was- you were very pretty. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I remember oceanography was one of the last classes of the day. It was, yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, if anyone knows me, I'm pretty out there and I'm pretty open. I don't make any bones about anything. And I will, I will interrupt class. with this is Amy speaks her mind. <laughs> if Amy has a thought and she can work it into a conversation she will be first in line in order to enter in said thought into the conversation no district there's no regard for anybody just this is what i'm thinking there's no filter yeah there's no filter no so this is a a hot southern virginia it's very hot summer and day and is last class and i've had enough of this whole dressing up thing um anyway i might look like a girl but i'm not a lady if that's if you know what i mean so anyway so i walk into i walk into oceanography class i walk into oceanography class i sit down next to jamie right i sit down i don't think i'd said anything else i don't even think you and i had said hello no i remember i remember looking at you and going i hate pantyhose they just make your crotch sweat (laughs) (laughs) and that cemented our love affair yes right there yes i could not stop laughing for the life of me the bell rang the class was starting the teacher was talking and i was just i could not breathe my sides hurt so bad i just had enough i just did not want to be dressed up anymore i was done i was hot i was tired i was like yeah you were spent that was that was definitely you were not in any mood and she just slammed her books down threw her jacket on the thing and she sat down on the stool and she's like god i hate this pantyhose make my my crotch sweat 
And then I proceeded without really any kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry. I proceeded to tell you how nice they looked and how how much I enjoy, I liked, you know, a lady who wore them. I'm thinking like, really? <laughs> We were so off sync in that conversation. We were in two totally different places. And I was actually wishing I could wear pantyhose to school. No, but <laughs> Not that day. Well, I'm still. You have no Nobody idea. Did. But But oh, since then, shit. how many conversations have we had about pantyhose? Uh, I mean, and I you know my feeling. To be honest, I think from that point on, I don't think... You and I have ever had an unreal conversation. No. I don't think that, you know, we've ever, like, held back, like, any sort of pretense at all. I would From agree. that point, from that point yeah. on. Yeah. Which and is why I, I love you as a friend because exactly. I know I can count exactly. on you. Yeah. Except when I give you red flags about my marriage and you say, well, no, it's fine, I mean, you're fine. Which is why we didn't talk for a few years, because we both were telling each other this is not a good idea. And we're like, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I don't want to hear that. It's not what you want to hear. So you just like kind of. Hey, your first husband, how many, yeah. how many flags did I tell you about? It's like, I don't like oh, this God. guy. About as many as I did about yours. So, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that turned out to be a gem. We don't have nicknames for them for no reason. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah, Amy and I gave our exes, um, even during the time, I had a huge, because I never got his name correct. So I had a nickname for him. And then so she struck back on me when I started talking to her and going out with my first wife. She goes like, so how's so-and-so? And like would, you know, always never, yeah. it was never... The real name, it was always the, the nickname. Yeah, yeah. That, that should have, like, I mean, that was a red flag in itself. You, you don't have enough respect for the person that, you know, your your friend's going out with. That's, that's uh, yeah, that's something. But that's how a relationship <laughs> was, like you said. I mean, yeah, you're not holding back. And so, no. yeah, that's... And I it's get... been that way ever since. It's like, if ever, like, you or I ever need, like, a real, honest... Yes. opinion yes and you don't i like, know who to call and you need to hear it you know you know like it you know you you know that person may or may not agree yeah like who you call like you're that person like Very I'm, gonna, true. I'm gonna call jamie because you know she's gonna tell me what i'm you know <laughs> what she you knows don't want to hear like she knows me to i mean whether i want to hear it or not is irrelevant i need you know what i want's the truth and yeah. I, I you know i trust that you're gonna tell me that so that's what i know i need and I, you know, I realize that more as I, you know, the older I get, I think that's pretty normal. Um, you know, you're the person I call. I'm like, well, Jamie will tell me like, yeah. she'll, you know, she'll tell me the truth. You know, she's not going to beat around the bush. She's known me for long enough. You know, she, true. you know, you, you know, if you're going to have an, you know, someone that's going to keep you honest, like you're that person for me, like you're, you know, you're the girl that's going to keep me honest. Like she's going to tell me, <laughs> I'm not, not like it, but it's going to be true. And, and that goes both right. ways. Cause yeah, you, yeah. you are my truth serum. And, and I will say that's, yeah. that is why. And we didn't talk for, there was like a cut, like a full year. Mm. Was it a year or two, like two years that we just did not talk. Yeah. We were both going through our own crap at the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. It was a hard time for both of us. But I mean, when we yes. did talk and again. And I think at that point, and it wasn't, I mean, and I think a lot of it too is like, if you look back on it, it's like we didn't want to face reality. Right. Like we didn't want to face the truth of our own lives. Yeah. It was hard. It's very true. You know, and we're like, when that, when, so I'm not going to call that person because I don't want to hear it right now. And I probably should have and I needed to, you know, but. Yeah. You know, but when we did we finally are. start talking again, I mean, we it was like we picked up right where we left off. Sure, yeah. And we yeah, talked about exactly. we talked about the crap that we ended up going through, and you know, I mean, sure. better for it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. nice having that support system. It is, and like, you know, for anyone out there, like, I hope you have that person. You know, if that if you have someone out there that you know is telling you the truth and you don't want to hear it, you know, don't cut that person out of your life. Like, don't. I mean, I, I, you know. It's hard to hear the truth, but you know, it, but you need it. <laughs> you need that person to keep you honest, and that, and that's a friend. Like you know, that's the thing that you know, you've always, you and I have always kind of loved. We're friends. We're like truly mm-hmm. there for each other. You know, like yeah, you don't tell me stuff I want to hear, but I I need to hear it, and and I love you, and I respect you, and I know that you love me and the fact that you love me and you want what's best for me mm-hmm. and vice versa means that we can have those hard conversations, those tough conversations and, and have that friendship. And, you know, and that's what I said earlier, like people should be jealous of that. You know, and you should have that in your life. Well, you should have that person, it meant, whoever it is, it's very whether true. that's your sister and... or your brother or your parent or sometimes your child or your best friend, whoever yeah. that is have that person in your life there's a lot of times where if you're if you're in a transgender community and you find yourself hiding you don't have that support because you haven't come out to anyone or you've yeah, been scared tough. to i mean it was yeah. what it was a good i have an uncle seven eight years before i, I came out to that... you exactly and i have an uncle who we have all adored our whole lives and never brought his partner out um to to meet kind of to meet the family and and i think you know i mean this is my great uncle okay so this is my grandmother's brother's best friend and you know so think about how long ago that's been and you know he's he's always been you know uh, he's always been gay from from very very young you know knew it from his very early days never you know, never kind of identified in any other way. And this is way back in the day. And I think it was probably 15 years ago before he ever brought his partner out wow. to meet the rest of the family. And they'd been together yeah. for 25 years before that. Wow. Are they still together now? I mean, they have they passed? Oh, yeah. They're still oh, together? Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I'm like, we've kind of always. They haven't passed. It's not always... hilarious that they've passed. They're not dead. No, no, no. I mean, it's 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 hilarious now when you see them together because you know okay. they've always been together. I just want to clear it um, up because I didn't want to think I was like a heartless no, no. bitch. I mean, you know. No, no, no. And I think it's. I mean, I, you know, we used to say like, I don't know why he's been hiding you all this time, you know. And and they've been together for, you know, it, gosh, probably thirty years before that. I mean, you yeah. know, proper couple. I mean, like, you know, this wasn't a fling. This is like they are. They are fully partners and right. i mean we used to joke like why aren't you married you know like why don't you just get married it's legal now you can do that true um, yeah <laughs> and they're just like yeah no we want to go that far i mean it's just, i mean it's just, it's kind of funny that way but i mean it's just it, you know so 
you know how you know how again like back to like have those people in your life that you can confide and I was lucky enough that I had kind of family members um in in my life that influenced influenced me um indirectly on you know perceptions of relationships and they're not yeah. always cut and dry and they're not always black and white and that it's not always binary you know it's yeah. not always like this is how it is and you know that and and you don't have to re- in addition to that and this is a whole other conversation but in addition to that you don't have to lose your faith in order to be that way either or to have those kind of views or accept that accept those people into your life that's still you not forsaking your religion or losing your beliefs. Oh that is another. That's a whole that. I mean, you and I've had there. these conversations. We have. I mean, and I mean, they're deep and long, and they go a long way. But I mean, it is a whole other conversation. But you know that it, you're not you're not betraying anyone or anything <laughs> by by you know feeling that way, being that way, accepting the, accepting. You know, people, you should accept people. You should always accept people, you know, however they are. You don't, you know, have to agree with it. You don't have to understand it. And that's not me. I'm not saying that for me because, you know, I obviously, I don't care, but I know people that do. But, you know, I, that doesn't mean you have to like forsake your own self, you know. It's true. It's very true. Yeah. I mean, I wish there would be more Christians that would think that way. Uh, And it's not. Yeah. I know that there are, well, like yourself, I mean, you're a Christian. So, I mean, and again, I this yeah. is going down a, 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 rel- a religious, uh, you know, wormhole that I don't usually care to go down. But it's very true is that yeah. you don't have to um, necessarily uh, like give up your 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 whole way of thinking or nor do you it, does it jeopardize your standing as far as your faith is concerned just because you are you agree that there are many different types of people in the world and exactly. you know it doesn't um they don't all fit in the cookie cutter and i think it's really sad no. that there are there are a lot of christians that are out there that believe that we either need to be in slot a or slot b and mm-hmm. There's many, many others yeah. that should go in there. So. Yeah. But yeah. You shouldn't have to feel like your salvation is at risk based on your sexuality or gender identity. I just, I feel that that's, I feel it's wrong. Yeah, and I come and from there's... a very mainstream religious background. Yes, you do. So for those of you thinking, oh, like, like, what, you know, what, you must be some sort of fundamentalist or non-fundamentalist, or I'm really not. I'm from a very mainstream religious background. Yeah born and raised like cradle to grave christian you know heavily religious background and you know and and i've been you know i've been structured by it i've been uplifted by it i've been let down by it you know i you know all of those in between as have you um and you know i've been lucky enough that you know through uh religious exploration and education and those that are like-minded in um, in my own religious background and future i would say um are very like-minded and you know support people being people and you know just realize that you know god doesn't make mistakes and well and you know that also helps out too because there's a lot of people in the trans community that like myself that and i Mm -hmm. talked about this before that have struggles with their own faith (laughs) 
in I mean I've been very lucky that quite a f- I mean I again I mean you know my past you know my life yeah. um you know before coming to to England you know I I even worked in the religious um background in which I grew up in and a lot of the people that I worked with that worked for the church um were of the LGBT plus community sure. um and my religious background supports those of all, and and broadly and widely um and embraces all manner um of people yeah damn amy i didn't know you were going to get so deep on me now so oh, you is the wine down. wearing off or no it's just getting started no i'm just kidding <laughs> Wow. Well, I I thought I didn't know that you were going to get so deep. I mean, not to take away anything from it, but I mean, that's really, that's awesome. So it's a very positive message. So yeah. Oh, thanks. Hey, I'm here for you, right? I know you are. (laughs) I am so glad. I have to, you know what, we're running out of time on this one because we're going close to an hour now. So ah, normally these are see, 30 that's minutes unusual, long. unusual though for us. Like we can just go on and on and on. Uh, it can be game. like that's three, four hours, but yeah, yeah <laughs> that's true. But I, I end up, um, I've got to get my mom ready for dinner. So we're going oh, yeah. to say goodbye now. Um, uh, I would hope uh, that you would be, a, a come and visit on a podcast later on, like another absolutely. podcast. Sure. Would you, would you be up of course. for that? Of course. We'll, of we'll course. get drunk together. How about that? We can actually. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> I'll do my my Jack and Cokes, and you can do or Ooh. other mixed beverages, and you can do your <laughs> your your uh, your gin and and um, gin. and your wine. Yeah, and and beer and, and beer. You oh, know, there you, go. you really don't discriminate. Just, no, I don't. <laughs> it's pretty clear. <laughs> you made that abundantly clear in in a lot of arenas in arenas uh, socially and in your alcoholic beverage choice. So it's all good. <laughs> I'm a free for all. You <laughs> are. You are. You are just the devil may care. I might be caution to the a wind. Wrong message, actually, by saying that it's not as bad. It's not. No, it's I tease, <laughs> but she will rip a tag off a mattress without even thinking twice. She really will. She is a wild, wild woman. And don't forget, Amy. The thing is, like, I will sew that back on, though. No, you won't. You want to, yeah, but you're like, I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, I know you're not. Okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, turd, yes. turd. <laughs> there it is. I can't. It's just you. I know. It is. It's just me. <sighs> oh, oh, final story. Oh, my God. The final oh, story. Oh, God. Okay. I, I keep saying that you are the Amy that is the, the Amy part of Jamie because I spell my name. Yeah. Um, it's the pantyhose. It's the pantyhose, but you it's spelled your name when we were in high school in a very exotic I way. I tried to be different because mm-hmm. Amy is such a very 70s, you know, name. It is. But there's nothing <laughs> Everyone... wrong with that. And before I met you, well, I had love I, affairs. You know... I had huge crushes on four other Amy's. I know. And I didn't want to be like all those other girls. I know. That was um... only A-M-Y. They only spelled her name A-M-Y. So how did you spell your name? I spelled it A I M E E. There you go. Yeah. So, 
I fell in Ooh. love with that. And when I Ooh. chose a name for myself, I chose I that spelling and that name so, because of you. I will say this to you. I cried a little bit. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because it was just, it just meant so much to me. Oh, it did. You know? and I was just like, oh my God, that is like. And then you disappointed that's... me because you really spelled your name well, AMY. I can't help that. Think like, of you know. the disappointment. <laughs> no, but it was all because of you. Honestly, you were the one who like sent me over the Amy ledge. Uh, it was the pantyhose, really. It was the pantyhose. <laughs> yeah, the crotch sweat. It, it was just, crotch sweat. It was so much. <laughs> We didn't learn a thing about oceanography, did we? No, we not really. Stole the fish. <laughs> that and we talked about people in class. We are huge people watchers. Uh, I think if you and I just were to sit at a curbside or an outside cafe, have a couple it beers, was why we, we were at the back of the class. There was. <laughs> we were. We were just. It was us in the fish tank in the back. Yeah, but then we stole the fish. Remember, we paid that guy for the fish. For the sheephead. Yeah, the sheephead fish. Yes. Oh yeah. my, yeah, we weren't messing around with the Oscars, which I was really, no. I was jealous about his, he had two Oscar fish, that. and he had a sheep's head fish, fish in there. Yes. And yeah, yeah we, we paid the guy the steal of the fish head. Scored an A for that class. <laughs> I think I got a he B. He paid for that grade. <laughs> I don't know how I got a B in that class, but he was like super awesome teacher anyway. I mean, he just allowed because us to Because he thought be. we were funny. That's true. That's why. That's and true. And asleep. And you break out the crotch sweat, and we were just, it was rolling in the aisles. <laughs> we're not dissecting a fish. We're going to come back here, and we'll talk about crotch sweat. He's never had so much fun in science class. <laughs> and never probably just... has since. Yeah. <laughs> he just, that teacher doesn't know what he's missing. I don't even remember his name. What was his name? Oh, I can see his face because he had that mustache. What a mustache, yes. And he used to take pictures of everyone that would fall asleep. Remember yes. that? And he had a board oh. of the board of shame. Oh, he was hilarious. I think that's why we got away of, with it. Oh, I can't think of his name either. And that's sad, but I would like, oh, I would have him for every science class ever if I could have. And I can see fun. him like so clearly in the mustache was, yeah, because I was so jealous. It was great. I could never grow a mustache, as you knew. Oh, yeah, I know. You tried for uh, a while. And many you, times. You just given that up. I even got the little <laughs> kit with the comb and the brush. Oh, and Jesus. Oh, why? <laughs> I wanted the Magnum PI. Even our teacher Look, had it. It was Chess just hair was never going to be your thing. I don't know why you thought a mustache was going to work. I thought it was. Well, it was just me hiding. That's all. I was hiding behind the porn stash. It was terrible. I literally I looked it like was, Ron Jeremy. Terrible. I was going for for Magnum PI. It was worse when you went into the military. Yeah, because I no, had to it trim it. it, so it had to be tapered to the ends of your mouth. So. <sighs> Oh my god. Okay, we're over an hour now. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, you're definitely gonna come back. We're definitely gonna have another we'll have another girl talk session or whatever. But okay. all right. So if you all have any comments about Amy and and uh, the conversation that or the conversation that we've shared or anything, please you know how to contact me. I'd love to hear your thoughts at questions at tie in high heels. That's plural questions at tyinhighheels.com. You can also go to my website at tyinhighheels.com. Go to the contact page. There is a wonderful form there. Uh, you can fill it out, three little fields, and uh, send me, it comes directly to my mail. Um, you can also find me on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram at tyinhighheels. So for now, thank you so much for spending an hour with Amy and I. We're going to go talk and drink some more. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next time. Take care. Bye.
Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.